When you use Basecamp to run projects, people know what to do, people know where things are, and you stay on top of everything all the time. It is the Chicago Verse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. Haima Black, Dynasty Podcast. Um, this is our Dynasty Next live initiative broadcast stream. It's a bunch of things. So part two of our broadcast tonight, uh, we took a quick breather, got the internet bumped up. Shout out Mike Kolar coming through on that. And um, we have our third of four guests tonight here, uh, Giselle Gatsby from Glamour Girl, um, an online publication and also a real life publication as well, right? Physical yes. printout. Um, I'm going to let you tell us about what you do, what Glamour Girl does, the kind of uh, creative work you guys are doing in the city. All right. Well, Glamour Girl started as um, a self-published web and print magazine that was dedicated to showcasing emerging, forward-thinking, creative women, mm-hmm. and not just in Chicago, throughout the world and the, the U.S. as well. So, Yeah, but you guys are based out of Chicago. Yes. Everything originated here. So you've released three issues right now, correct? Yes. Okay. Three issues so far. The third issue was over the summer, or was it more recently released in the fall? It was more recent, released um, in October. But you guys did a Kickstarter campaign for that in the summer, right? Mm-hmm. The end of July. Awesome. How did that work? Like, uh, how was the experience of using Kickstarter? I know for some people it's really positive, other people have their obstacles, but I know you guys met your campaign goal or exceeded it, right? We did, and I was very thankful about that, and the reason why we were looking into that avenue is um, I did a an interview with a another cool girl gang here at Verlux. Yeah. And they yeah. were talking about how they had so much success with uh, kind of getting their magazine out there, and we decided to do it so it would kind of alleviate the financial pressure of having doing your own magazine. Well, yeah, because anybody can, not anybody, but the barrier to launching just a blog is pretty low in 2015. But to produce a physical publication, like a real printed out real world thing you hold with your actual hands like there's a lot more that goes into that I would imagine like what all goes into the actual preparation and execution of a physical magazine um, a lot of nightmares um, <laughs> <laughs> people not meeting deadlines kind mm-hmm. of getting high res pictures and kind of asking several other times to get high res images uh, getting interviews back actually a lot on my end putting it together I myself and uh, my co-founder Jesse we do kind of Skype dates because he's based in LA right now Mm. and we put the whole magazine together and it goes through like several prints layouts changes last minute changes up into like the final print button now bring us into your background like do you have a background in publishing or in journalism or kind of what was your approach to this like what brought you into wanting to produce a magazine um one drunken night with Jesse (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> after several bottles of wine. And um, the discovery of all these disposable cameras led us to kind of concoct what Glamour Girl is. And the whole main idea was to send these cameras out. But get to your question, mm-hmm. we thought that uh, females were kind of unre- underrepresented in the art community. And so we figured we want, or we kind of concluded that we wanted to do something about it. 
and that's where Glamour Girl came from. Yeah. What's the reception been like? I know you guys have been doing some events in the city, but like, how did people receive the idea and the and the publication? I mean, I think uh, both male and females are very supportive of the idea, and it creates this great creative platform for like women to meet other women doing similar things or different things, and it creates this great network to collaborate with other people, whether they're in Brazil, France, L.A., New York, or even Chicago. So you guys have been able to build this like kind of global network of collaborators, right? Yes. How did you get the call out for that? Like, you know, was it all through social or...? Like uh, my previous interviewist or interviewer, Phil, yeah, uh, a lot of emails and a lot of reaching out to women that we were inspired by and kind of talking about why we wanted to feature them and kind of when it was in the baby stages, it's hard to kind of show what you're going to be without mm-hmm. actually having any physical things to show them. So a lot of belief in us. Well, yeah, it can be a leap of faith in the beginning of any kind of venture, and you're asking people to put their time and, and talents forth and be like, no, this is going to be this really cool thing, I promise. Um, but it sounds like people have really been kind of coming forward to contribute and stuff. So this third issue, bring us into the issue that was recently published um, this fall. Our most recent issue is my favorite issue because we had enough money to print very well and at a greater quantity, and it was the pussy power issue. And it was (laughs) all about female empowerment and kind of just everything you could imagine. Yeah. I Um, wish I brought an issue to... For you to look at. I know. I looked at it online, though. I, I saw, like, a lot of the kind of content around it. And you guys just had an event early this month around it as well, right? Yes. Uh, we had a little small event with Low Collective mm-hmm. and kind of were able to get it out there. We have another event coming up in January that's more based on the release of the magazine. But um, that was great because we featured all-female artists, curated all by females, it was kind of the biggest pussy power thing you could imagine. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, there's obviously, of course, like there are instances where women are like absolutely like overlooked or underrepresented. You know, what are some of the ways that in addition to just the magazine being published, what are some of the ways that you guys are looking to make sure that, you know, female talent gets more of a look and gets more credit? I mean, I think by giving these girls a spotlight and a platform to work, but um, we're kind of pivoting towards working individually with artists to create, um, kind of get into publishing more and curating more galleries, not based about what we're doing, but more focused on what they're doing and kind of slowly using those tools yeah. to our advantage. Who are some of the talents that you see in Chicago, whether it's music, fashion, culture, just women in, in Chicago that you see doing really, really cool work? There's a few. Um, my most recent fave is this girl named uh, Shaja, and she's going to be featured in our fourth issue. But um, she does these magnificent, almost like sculptural pieces, but they're fashion-based as well, and she does them all with a 3D printer. So that's something to look for. That's pretty to. amazing. I know. And I saw you guys had Feline at your event mm-hmm. recently. Feline is a favorite. She was in our uh, third issue. Yeah, we're going to have her on this podcast in, I think, two weeks from now, I think, yeah. Oh, yeah, right people on. are nodding yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> And I'm looking forward to her being on because 
she and I have met before, but we've never formally had her on the podcast. So, but yeah, there's so much great talent in Chicago. So, what about if women, you know, whether in Chicago or elsewhere, either want to be showcased in the magazine slash online or be a contributor? Like, how can they make either one of those things happen? Well, definitely emailing us is the number one way. And do you want me to say the sure? Email? Absolutely. Let's get it out okay. there. <laughs> Hello at glamourgirl.fr. I like that. And I like that it's not just like info at Glamour Girl. <laughs> Once you see like info at, you're like, no one's ever read that. <laughs> it's not friendly, right? Right. But hello, hello. <laughs> it's either friendly or I've called you a thousand times. Exactly. Right. Um, <laughs> so hello at, um, what was the address again? Glamourgirl.fr. Dot .fr. Very nice. Um, and people can find the magazine at Glamourgirl.fr? Um, yes. Okay. The- Internet web address. The internet web address. And where can they find the physical items? Is it something they just order online, or is it in stores anywhere? Um, it is in a few stores. Uh, we have it at Quimby's, Maybe Sunday, Soho House. Those are great. Uh, Matthew Rockman Gallery, mm-hmm. and you can always buy it online. Always buy it online. <laughs> but that's great placement. Some place like Quimby's, some place like Soho, those are like such cool places to go get good content, especially Quimby's. Like, you can just get lost in there. It's a magnificent place to get lost in. It is. That's a good word for it. Um, Giselle Gatsby, the magazine in print and online is called Glamour Girl. It showcases and empowers women uh, doing really cool creative work, not just in Chicago, but all over the world. Thank you so much for coming up here tonight. Um, same invite that I've given everyone else. Let's have you back on. Let us know when the fourth issue comes out. Um, it was great to be able to talk about this with you. Thank you Thank so much. You. Thank you for having me on. Sweet. <laughs> You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descend.